Hi, welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark, and this is Gordon, and we love talking about baseball. So we're we're kind of getting into the you know not the middle of the season, but sort of the the, the season is really now underway. We're a full you know month and plus into the season teams are kind of starting to shake out where they are. You're not going to see it. It's unlikely that teams at the top are going to have disastrous falls and play terrible at this point. And it's unlike we saw the Mets do that last year. I'm a little nervous. Right. And, but it's un that's un that's, you know, they were the first team to be in first place for that long and not win the division the same way what the Braves did going on an absolute tear in the second half of the season at the rate that they did was a little unprecedented, but more teams like the Reds and the Pirates that are really bad right now, which we, we, we talked about right. in, our, in our, in our episode uh, you know, last, last season. And the Reds will regress to a more normal level of badness above what they currently or even up until like like the last week or so had been doing they've won a few games recently so it's already not looking nearly as disastrous as it was where it was like four and 21 at one point or something absolutely wacky but it was just interesting because hearing fans talk about it and i think one of the you know as a team as a fan of a team that has sucked in a lot of years your team can be disastrously bad in a season, but if you as a fan, especially in baseball, where a rebuild of the franchise takes not only more time, but it is a lot more apparent the direction that they're trying to go in the moves that the franchise are trying to do, it is infinitely easier to swallow a bad season when you know, okay, we're committing to the rebuild in the right way. And if you want to see two franchises that are kind of looking at it differently, the Washington Nationals and the Cincinnati Reds. The Washington, the national fans feel like they have a direction. They're not very good right now. They're going to probably finish the last place in the division by a fair margin. (laughs) And, but the fans of that franchise know, okay, we're building towards the future. We have pieces coming. We can clearly see that the team has a plan for the future. So so you're, 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 hold on. You're saying that they're going to back the truck up for Juan Soto. Oh yeah. hundred percent. I'd be stunned if they didn't more so because not doing that. That's the kind of move that panics your fan base. You right. got he's, the cl- he's, he's so young and he's got, you know, another 10 plus years of being one of the best players in baseball. So you not shell out, you build around. Right. So like if the nationals don't shell out for him, that's how you get the fan base to panic or you get them to end up like they are in Cincinnati, where they're basically in an open state of revolt against the owner because they don't feel like there's that plan there. Well, they are pretty revolting as a team. To they watch they are, but they don't have, they, they, they were like, we don't have like a left-handed pitcher in like the entire farm system. We can't bring anybody up to throw. We have no left-handed pitchers like anywhere in our organization. How the hell did that happen? Like they, they're like, we don't have the, there for us to be this bad in the major leagues right now. There's not an overflow of talent at the minor league level. That would be like, Oh yeah, we're really bad this year because we're, going to be great in three years okay so so let's let's establish the difference between rebuilding and tanking right because they're not always the same no and uh, baseball is is different because draft picks do not build organizations the same way they do in football and basketball a first round draft pick in baseball is nice but it is not a first round draft pick let alone an nba lottery pick or a top five nfl pick it's not going to change your organization in a single year most if you're picking up there no one player you can add to your team because of the nature of baseball will overnight 
make you a better team, like a, a drastically better team. You need so, to do more than that. So I, I think right there, that makes tanking in baseball not nearly as appealing as it is in other sports. But but we know that with, that teams do it. And, and, and in order to be rebuilding, you have to have been good. Right. At some point, you have to have something that you're rebuilding from. Right. So that's even if you weren't a championship team, you might have been a good team that just didn't quite make it. And then or you could be you could be a terrible team that's rebuilding from your failed rebuild. That happens all the time. And it's why there's a lot of teams that have been stuck in the rebuilding cycle for like 10 plus years perpetually is because every time they try and fix it, sometimes the guys just don't work out. We, we've all seen surefire prospects go and miss big time that we were sure there's no way that Greg Jeffries isn't going to be an everyday superstar playing for the New York Mets. Spoiler alert, he was not <laughs> in <laughs> any way, and that's fine. But sometimes guys that everybody in the organization were sure that we're going to mi- not be, you know, not miss, miss. And that like, that can- like Mark Pryor. Well, I guess he was good a little while for the Cubs enough that they got a little something out of him, but never was going to be the dominant pitcher that he never was. And if you get a good major league season out of a prospect, then ultimately you your scouting was was probably pretty on because there's a there's so many more super hyped you know top in the organization prospects that literally just never even make the show. But you can also do a good job and just pick Bryce Harper. Right yeah, on the you, cover of SI at 16 a, years old. You can old. make the right pick. You know that you, they knew it then. That was how sure th- a thing he was. But I think I think when you look at baseball and you're talking about teams that are good in rebuilding and good at doing that, what you're more saying is these teams are good at player development. There is something that teams like the the, the Tampa Bay Rays. The mm-hmm. Los Angeles Dodgers are doing because they're getting access to the same draft picks that everybody else. But for what whatever they're doing, or they're turning these guys that they go and find into quality major league ball players that they can bring up and have make a difference for their team, and not and be that's like how, that's how you're a bad rebuilding team, right? If you don't have that, if you can't ability. do that, because what makes those teams is because then when they're good, they're able to keep bringing the right guys up to replace the guys that they don't want to spend money on. Because at a certain point, no matter how hard you try unless you basically luck into the perfect set of drafts and free agent minor league swaps over the period of like three to five years you're gonna have to spend money to win baseball games even a team even a team like the royals that did it on a budget in 2015 they knew that was their year and they went out and spent money that offseason to make the upgrades they needed to win the title i tried to do something to to sort of acknowledge all this so I, i categorized and you're going to tell me what you think about a list I put together um, mm. where I, I took some teams, I put them in the category of bad rebuilders. Um, I had another category that I considered good rebuilders. Oddly enough, there are seven teams in each category. And we'll talk about all the teams. Um, mm. I also have another category I call continual rebuilders that do an okay job, but they rarely win. So that's a weird category, but you'll know when I when the teams are in there, you'll know what I'm talking about. And then I had another category. I don't I don't even know where I put these teams. Are they good? Are they bad? Are they rebuilding? And and some of the the big issue about rebuilding, and you just said it when it comes to the Royals, is some of it's just about teams with money and teams that don't have money. So if you're going to be a bad rebuilding team, there's a pretty good chance that you've spent money and done it poorly. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll go through some teams. And if you're a good rebuilding team, you maybe not spent money and done it well or spent money and done it well. But you've managed to perpetuate a winning culture on your team for a, 
a long time, right? And, and, and yeah. what, is, what is a long time? 20 years, 30 years, 50, I, I, something in there. I'm thinking along those lines. You need to be a Cardinals type team, a team where like not necessarily like, looking at the last time they won a World Series, but the Cardinals are always a team that can win. You know, every year they're in the discussion. What's like, yeah, well, everything breaks right for them. They might be able to do it. That's a great 19 out of 20 winning seasons. Like that's a great place to be as a franchise because yeah. you're always every year could be your year. And not a lot of teams can say that. Right. Right. So let's, let's kind of bounce around and, and I'll, we, we started with the Reds and the Pirates, which we both would, I think, put in the bad rebuilding category. Um, and, and I, I, because it's perpetual, Right. So the Reds, they, as we did in our episode 242, they haven't been in the playoffs uh, in, in, in a long time. Uh, the Pirates had a couple of years back in, in 13 with McCutcheon and whatnot, but haven't won a World Series in 79. And more often than not, both of those teams have had bad records. Right. They haven't been anywhere near the top of the division or competing. So those would be my first two entrants in the bad rebuilding category. I And I would definitely agree with you that they belong in there because they've not only been bad, they have been bad for a lot of years in a row with seeming no direction or change outside of a couple years in like the late 2000s, early 2010s, where each franchise was like, they had a year or two in there where they were pretty good. For the most part, they've been just mired at the bottom of the NL Central. And 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 you admittedly, those teams would not be considered big budget teams. They're small market teams, so it's even harder, right? And 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 yet it, it, we watch the Rays, and and I'm, I'm tipping my cap, right, to my hand. Mm-hmm. The Rays are going to be in the good rebuilding category because they don't have any money. And although it's a pretty big market, uh, they don't spend a lot of money. That's probably the wrong thing to say. And I don't know how much TV revenue the Rays get, but Tampa, St. Pete's a pretty big market. I, but you, they, they you, don't have an, an, an enormous payroll. And right, payroll right. has little to do – winning a title and, and, and payroll have little to do with your ability to rebuild your franchise and bring them back into being like a relevant, strong team. Oh, I don't know if I agree. In terms of – we see teams because you rebuild through your farm system and your player Uh development. So you look at teams like the Cardinals and the Dodgers and even the Yankees and the Red Sox, these teams and the Braves, all of the teams that are good at rebuilding that are at the top of their division every year. Yes, they spend money, but they always seem to have some new guy coming up through their organization that comes in and makes a big difference. And that's why they're not even, that's like being a well-run organization. You can't really see those teams are good rebuilders because they never are in a state where they need to rebuild. They're just retooling their lineups. But okay, so to good rebuilders then, to the few teams, you just said them both, the Dodgers and Yankees, Yep. That would be at the top of my list of good rebuilding. And here's the thing. Both of those teams have lots and lots of money, right? And they, they've spent historically lots and lots of money. No, no, no. Let me, let me finish. This is, I think, important. So because the rain, the Dodgers and, and the Yankees can, can eat contracts that they can trade to get prospects from other teams, that's how they can replenish their farm system because mm-hmm. they have the wherewithal to eat a bad contract and just let somebody take it for the waiver number um, and, 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 and go ahead and maybe get a couple of players back um, for that player. They can, but I would almost argue that the Yankees and the Dodgers aren't examples of good rebuilders because they're not rebuilding. Right. Right. Like so, like the, I have trouble putting them in the Cardinals as teams that are good rebuilders because rebuilding you have to be 
in a state to need to rebuild in order to be a good rebuilder. I don't know if the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Cardinals are good rebuilders because they don't actually have to do it. Well, so, and then then so go go on with the rest of it. Let's, let's cover this now, category a little you, bit. You look at now, like and now an interesting team would be like a team like the Tampa Bay Rays. Are the right. Tampa Bay Bay Rays a good rebuilder? Because they were terrible when they first came in. They were bottom of the East for a long time. But then they climbed up, and it's not like they've gone back down to the bottom of the East since they've climbed they, back they, up. At least they made the World Series, right? But they've never won. And I, and I think, to you know, they're the only team I put in the good rebuilding category that has never won anything at all. But what I would say makes the Rays a good rebuilding team is that when you look at what happened is the teams that were good previously for them and the teams that are good now, the old Evan Longoria, Carl Crawford teams, and now you have the team that they have now where it's just a zillion guys that you've never heard of that apparently all hit 300 and have a 400 on base somehow. Like, uh, Joey Wendell, who is this guy? Wait, he has 30 home runs. and got rid of him, right? Who are some of these guys? But, like, when you look at that team, they were able to transition from those players to these players themselves. It's not like a team like the Yankees that are just like, Oh, we're not in trouble. What are we going to do? Oh, let's go get Joey Gallo and Anthony Rizzo and just buy those guys. Well, and that's certainly not something that the Rays much more mercenary. Same with the Dodgers. It's organizational, right? So the Rays, like you said, you know, they, they have a way they do things. That's maybe different than other teams and they get the most out of their uh, mismatched parts as some, Mm -hmm. as some people would say. Um, Whereas a team like the Braves, uh, the current World Series champions, and you know they're winners of fourteen out of fifteen division championships. So, are they good rebuilders or just good teams that never have to rebuild? To your they're point, they're good. They're almost good retoolers. Yes, yes, that's a better word for it. Retoolers. Where would you put? And let's stick in this category. Where would you put the Red Sox? Because I, I had trouble with this. I, I put them most recently into the. Good retooler, good rebuilder. Because actually, the Red Sox had a couple of last place seasons that were followed by first place seasons. So that that's pretty remarkable. That, that that's to me the mark of a franchise that's good at rebuilding. Is if you can, you might go back to the bottom after some time, but you're always able to then, in some space of time, get back up and stay at the top again for a little bit. You can't kind of do the the Reds or the Pirates thing where. You're bad for a bunch of years, and then two years you manage to put it together, and you're okay, and you you know you eke out a wild card spot or something, and then you just go right back to being a basement dwelling team. That's not being a good rebuilder. I, I included the Giants in there as also what I, an organization that I think would retool, rebuild. I think they're good at it because it's it's like when they weren't good, they got back to being good quickly. Which and they got back to being good quickly. They were a juggernaut offensive team in the early 2000s by the late 2000 2010s when they started winning they were a pitching and defense team right right and now they're they're good again in kind of a different way and maybe it is pitching defense and and guile but this is not these these current uh giant teams from last year best record in baseball during the regular season and this year vying for first place uh, still um different than the 2010 12 and 14 teams that won the world series very very true yeah, yeah, and the Cardinals. That was the other team you mentioned them already. That I would put in there. Yeah, you know, I mean, when you when you have winning records, I don't know, nineteen out of twenty years or something. Like that, just imagine how great it is to be a Cardinal. Your team always has a chance, right? You're always, as you you said it, they're always in it. They this could be their year, you know, and, yeah, and but, uh, go their way. Which is why I'm like, I don't think they're very particularly good at rebuilding. Because when was the last time the Cardinals finished in the last place in their division? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I, I don't remember. So, so good. Maybe rebuilders is the wrong term. We should call them good retoolers. Uh, yeah, and you can't have everybody be in that. So, because uh, good retoolers is limited to the franchises that are good year right. in and year out. Like it's not you can't. You know, a team that I think is a good example of a good rebuilder would be like 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 I think the Ray uh, rebuild somebody that's been the Marlins. Oh boy, yeah. You, I would have said that if you said that about. Uh, 15 20 years ago <laughs> right right the problem with the marlins is they've been consistently bad for like a bunch of years in a row now in their case you can really point it out to it being owner cheapness that really has screwed them because that, owner that's cheapness, been historical down there by the way right there's absolutely insane levels of not trying to spend money on your baseball team but they were they got rid of all their players and then six years later they're back in the world series winning it Right, that's that's the that's the first go right? So you have the '97 Marlins and the 2003 Marlins, and and they destroyed the team after '97, built it back up, won another one, and did it again. And but they haven't really done anything since. Now they did make a didn't they make another World Series in losing? No. Okay, they haven't even been no, back since no, the no. I don't, I'm pretty sure that's not the case. Uh, and and obviously they they somehow won a wild card spot in the in the pandemic shortened season, which no one seems to put a lot of, you know, credence in right now because they're back to being and they got some nice pitching and a couple of good players, but that team is I don't know. I don't think they're rebuilding because they, they haven't I will say, I, I will say this. The only issue I could give them is that their their rebuild periods where they're gonna be good again then just got screwed because the owner sold off the players. Imagine right. if they had kept guys like Kristen Yelich and Giancarlo Stanton. And, and Marcelo Zuna. And yeah, that that's that's an outfield. Right, right. So they would never pay that and, 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 and imagine, you know, you don't lose somebody like Jose Fernandez. You know, they've had a lot of hardships sure. in that franchises that are sure. come from outside it. They could have probably rebuilt and been successful. Like to me, a so, team that I think is hard to judge as a rebuilder would be a team like the Blue Jays. Yeah. I don't know if I rank them as a good rebuilder or I had them in the none of the above cat. I, I can't I can't figure them out either. Because they've never been consistently good enough to be a good retooler. But they haven't been like a perennial last place team either. Right. They've always just kind of hung around in the middle of oscillating between, you know, pretty good and not great. Well, and, and you know, you they, know, they've look, been like, buoyed by the fact that like a team like the Orioles exists in their division. That's, well, that's the team. only positive. They got to get past the Yankees and the Red Sox, you know, and, and now the Rays. And and that's the same situation, although the Red Sox may not be as formidable this particular season, um, which, you know, this is a time for the Blues to say this is our turn. Hey, it's been almost 30 years since they won a World Series. Now, I think the worst category to be in is probably the you can't really tell in yes. some ways, <laughs> because right. you get a lot of these franchises like the Guardians that are just like they just kind of exist. Yeah, yeah. And, and of course. They haven't won uh, Indians, Guardians, or otherwise a World Series since 1948. Uh, we know they lost to the Cubs in that, in seven games in, in 2016. Um, and but they haven't they've sniffed. Been, they've been, you know, they had they they've had some periods where they've had good teams for four or five years in a row, right? Where right. they were they were they were so they're, they're hard to hard to categorize. They're hard to categorize, and I think that's got to be really frustrating as a fan. Because when you suck, as a diehard fan, there's a fun element to it in a weird masochistic way. <laughs> like you and you, you know you suck. You're a lovable loser. It's losses roll off your back because you kind of expect them. 
Yeah. And when I you're a good, a little bit of the, the Cleveland major league, you know, the way that right. Cleveland came out in major league. And, and so that's where the reds are kind of going right now. It seems into that little area where we want the, the fans to hate us and the, everything to hate us so that we can. It's also just like, I remember that yet 2011 season for the bets. Look at some of those starting that that year is a dark year because Met fans have repressed it from their memories because some of those starting lineups that they were like were trotting out there were just ludicrous. Well, and, like, and, and you you mentioned the Mets and I, I put them in the bad rebuilders category. Oh, they're terrible. OK, OK. Yeah, right. You know, that because they were good in the, 2007 with a team that was bought by Omar Minaya. And then they proceeded to suck. Led by Omar Minaya, right, right. Well, bought by Omar Minaya. Because no, no, they he didn't buy it. He didn't buy, oh, no, no, I'm saying it. bought because he basically just paid oh, all oh, those free agents an absolute ton of money, which went as soon as that that those two years in 06 and 07 ended, they were then bad for years after that because their financial cap situation was screwed with that and the Madoffs. Right. But then you basically had to luck into the series of successive pissing, pitching prospects that you did and get lucky that Toronto was willing to sell you two of their top prospects for 36-year-old R.A. Dickey. That's that's that that is the greatest Met trade of all time, by the way. All, all time, like it's it's like insane that that trade. Uh, why the Cy Young Award? <laughs> yeah. They traded yeah. it for two top prospects who both became good major league players. It's like the best trade you could ever make. But but the Mets were were bad, and 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 we hope as fans, and we won't we won't go on this too long. But that they the, the Wilpon money that was spent was spent stupidly, you know, and they would Correct. get the wrong guys. You have Jason Bays and, and guys like that. And, and, and it just didn't work out. Mo Vaughn's of the world. Yeah. Uh, right, right. You know, I think ultimately when you're looking at the Mets, the Mets want to like, you want to be, you want to get into the good retooler because with money, you like the Yankees of the nineties didn't have a great farm system. It just didn't matter because every year they were like, we're going to spend so much money that whatever piece we need to get, we will go and get. And so you, yeah, but if be, they were the Mets, they would have got the wrong guy, <laughs> right? So it comes down to a lot of it is organization. So it's almost re ranking rebuilding is just basically doing a backdoor organizational ranking when you think right. about it, because that, that's really what it comes down to good organizations. A team like the Astros, the Astros and the Royals, what I give them tons and tons of credit for with both of their rebuilds is they were both terrible. The Royals were awful leading up to those 14, 15 runs, but they knew they were going to be bad and they committed to a plan of this is what's going to work for us to get us a title. And it did. And that's exactly what those Astro teams did in order to build the what we can now say has been a almost a dynasty running over this period of time where they've been the unquestioned best team in the AL West, maybe best team in the AL for like four or five years running now. Why they're in the none of the above category. And, you know, the market is different Houston versus Kansas city. Um, and, and the owner money is probably a little different Houston versus Kansas city. I always kind of give the Royals a pass because it's hard for them to generate revenue to pay guys to kind of go over the, the cap like some of the bigger market teams do. And the Astros do play in a bigger market and they have a wealthier owner. So even though they're in the same category of, you know, the Royals went for it, like you said, and did it when they had to. And, and maybe in a bunch of years, they'll have that other opportunity where they'll go all in for that one year and try they, to make they, it. They, 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 it's the kind yeah. of thing where if you're a Royals team, you know, like you're like, okay, if Bobby Witt Jr. and Raul, and Raul Mondesi Jr., like all these young guys, they all start showing like, oh, okay, they have some promise. And now this team is, now they're, you know, this really young team is there, the, the Toronto Blue Jays of two, three years ago. Right. Then that's a team you might go out and go, okay, 
we'll go out and spend some money on these guys because that might make them a first place team if we can bring in like a couple other guys and we can find their Johnny Cueto, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I put a bunch of other teams in the none of the above category that include the Diamondbacks. And I wonder if you agree with that or not. I mean, I mean they, they haven't had any kind of sustained period of excellence. And I think that's, they had the championship obviously in 01 and they're a re- relatively recent team. Um, and, and so I didn't know if I should, you know, put them in there. They're a bad rebuilding team um, or they're always rebuilding and they, because they, they really I don't almost put them much. in bad because they won that world series, which really came off the back of two free agent pitchers. Right. right. And then they've just been pretty much bad ever since. Yeah, there's no consistency to their even like divine for division champion. Look, you don't have to win a World Series. But like they're, they'll randomly vie for a division championship one year and go right back to being bad. But they it's don't ever the win the division. <laughs> right. The same, you know what? The same, at least the Rockies had those couple that like two right. year period where they were pretty good. Right. Now, I think they, they're an example of a battery building team. Because they're I, just I, generally I, inept most years. I I think I, I I give the Rockies this excuse: it's hard to get pitchers to go to get oh, right. <laughs> so you run into a, a a a logistical issue that other small market teams run into because of where you're based out of, which is always going to add a level of difficulty that teams like the Dodgers, the Yankees, and the Mets don't have to deal with. People want to come play for you. And I and I put the Nats in this none of the above category only because they won in 2019, and that like the Royals gets them a pass. You know, right. to say, we'll be able to judge the Nats' ability to rebuild in about three to four years. Right, right, right. Because that they're in the throes of it now. But another team that went out and spent like uh, the proverbial drunken sailor this winter, um, and is currently uh, a little below 500, started out even worse. Are the Texas Rangers? And, you know, remember they had those World Series teams losing both World Series to the Cardinals and Giants in the yeah. um, you know, 210 to the 211. Um, but I, I, I put them in the none of the above. I, I, I don't know if I consider them a bad rebuilding team or a good rebuilding team. I it, I don't know. They, like I, I, I trend to that put them more in the bad rebuilding team as opposed to a team like the Blue Jays because I can at least res- remember – exemplary like there's their there's direction and stuff for the blue jays teams and those those world series appearances for the rangers felt very fluky like they were like okay i guess they're just good yeah like, i I, th- I think they you know they look they had andrew and beltray right yeah and and and, and we think he's one of the they did have players. a lot of really good players on those right. teams it was just you'd always right. look at their starting pitching and being like how are they doing this right that 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 would be so um, we also um, mentioned another category I, I had said. We, we talked about a few of the teams here already. Uh, continual rebuilders that do an okay job but rarely win. And we've got the, the – we said Cleveland is, is one of those teams. Um, mm-hmm. But would you put the Phillies in there because um, – Yeah, because do- the Phillies are nev- – like they, they, they were good for a bunch of years. And then they've mired between being okay and – you know, there's you know a fringe playoff team since right, then. right. They 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 come in second. They they so they it's like a team close. that like a team that never actually goes to rebuilding. It's tough to judge them on it because they always kind of sit just outside it. And the Twins, I would put in that same category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been right. and they they're they're generally a team that fights for a playoff spot. They were bad for a few years, but mostly they're pretty good. Yeah, they they get the playoffs a lot, and and you know it's a smaller market team, and and so and, and I put the Brewers. 
into that category too. You know, they, they've had some good seasons and this is a, happens to be a pretty good Brewer team. I think they're, they're, they have a real chance this year, but they've never won a World Series. Never won a World Series. And so, in fact, even getting to the World Series, they've only gotten the one. Ooh. So I, 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 I don't know, but yet the Brewers are never like last place for five years in a row or, no. or they're really at the bottom of the division. So they kind of are okay. And so I give them a little bit of a pass as I do. Well, I, I probably, I'm being really nice to the Mariners here because I don't know if they belong in here or not. No, they and we're gonna, we, do it, we have a deep dive on the Mariners coming up. Uh, yeah, and we're, we're they really should probably be in the bad rebuilding good. because yeah. they've been. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're I'm in the wrong category. They're a bad rebuilding team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. And you know, Mariners were were like the Blue Jays were a team that that, that at some points drew a lot of fans. You know, so yeah. you, you, you can know, have fan bases and be bad a bunch of years in a row. It's it's about how you're bad, and I think that's the difference between the bad rebuilding teams and the teams that are either good rebuilders or just like kind of mired in the mediocrity, like one way or the other. Is that those teams they don't stay basement dwelling bad without any hope, <laughs> right? Right, right. So three more bad rebuilding teams that I should probably slide over uh, the Mariners, like I said. So I threw the Angels into the bad rebuilding team, a team that has spent some money over the years, mostly unwisely, is in, is in first place this year. So this haven't won a World Series since 02 or been in a World Series since 02. Mm-hmm. But those tw- 20 years up until this year, right? This guy's got Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. They I mean, should be, they, they should have. Yeah. Ever since they had that one playoff appearance and then have been a ghost since then, basically that world series appearance. I mean, right, right, right. Um, I, I put the Orioles into a bad rebuilding team. Yeah. I think that, I think even Orioles fans aren't going <laughs> to disagree with you on that one. The word perpetual again comes to mind when you think yeah. about it. And, and, you know, if, and, and we're not going to, I didn't give them the same pass, right? I, we, I gave um, teams like the Royals and, and the Nats. I put the Cubs into the bad rebuilding teams. Yeah, I think that's fair just because they were so bad for so long. They finally got good, won the World Series, and immediately went being back to being bad again. Yes, exactly. exactly. And you look at the things that they do and you just think, you know, are, are you guys even trying? You know, are you trying to be bad? Yeah, it's like, it's like you, you guys are like, it's, yeah, like, what are you doing? Because the decisions you're making make me feel like you're just trying to not win anymore. And, and you know, I, I don't hear, I you know, I, I, you know, don't hear Javi Baez's name like, oh, God, I sure wish he was still on the Mets at this point. So no. that was their big offseason signing. And that was the, ti- that was the, the Tigers. Uh, I'm sorry, you're right. I, I think he came from the Cubs. Um, uh, my mistake. Um, but they they really have, and they, they let all their players go, right? The Chris Bryant's of the world and whatnot. And so they are a mismatched team of guys who you know are going to probably finish the island of uh, misfit toys, barely ahead. So actually, we had three Central Division of the National League teams in the bad rebuilding, which means these Cardinals and the Brewers have a lot to look forward to. But that's also why a team like the Cardinals has 19 winning seasons out of 20 and is Excellent always at the point. top of their division because they're they're helped out by the other teams in their division. When two out of three of them are almost guaranteed to be bad in any given year, you're going to win a lot more than you're not. And and with the unbalanced schedule, I think it's going to end after this year, but the, you play the teams 19 times. That adds up to 57 mm-hmm. uh, games that the uh, Brewers and the Cardinals will play against the Cubs, Reds, and Pirates. 
So that helps a lot. A, a wild card is kind of likely out of that division. Yeah, when you get a third of your games against those teams, you're going to enjoy it. I just hope that the Mets can win and get out of this bad thing about being a bad rebuilding team. And hopefully it's Steve Cohen that's going to lead them there because they'll spend some money, but more importantly, they'll do it wisely. Yep. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And you can follow us on Twitter at Almost Cool.